Welcome back for another Chew the Bible episode. It's your good friend, Aaron. It is now 12.05 in the morning, and it's August 22nd. I should be asleep right now, but I wanted to, I'm wanted. i trying to stick to my commitment of doing two episodes a day to the end of the year. So, in the last episode, we read Psalm 21. In this episode, we're going to read Proverbs 21, because yesterday was the 21st. That's my habit I do. I try to read a psalm, the psalm and the proverb for the date of that day. So, yeah, today, technically, today, technically today is the 22nd. So, I'll, you know, part of my regular reading, when I wake up in the morning, I'll read the 22nd psalm and the 22nd proverb. So, anyway, all right. Dun, 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 um, Proverbs 22, Proverbs 22, or no, 21, I'm tripping, Proverbs 21, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup, alright, I forgot Proverbs 21 is pretty long, so... And I'm super tired, so let's just start at verse 21 and just read, yeah, Proverbs 21, and then we'll read to the end. Um, I gotta read verse 19. <laughs> it's one of my favorite and funniest verses. All right, <laughs> better to live in a wilderness than with a nagging and hot-tempered wife or husband. I'm not gonna let dudes off the hook, because dudes can be nagging as well sometimes and hot-tempered not not all just women guys can do that too all right verse 20 precious treasures and oil are in the dwelling of a wise person but a fool consumes them the one who pursues righteousness and faithful love will find life righteousness and honor a wise person went up against a city of warriors and brought down its secure fortress the one who guards his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble yes lord help us to guard our mouths and tongues the arrogant and proud person named Mocker acts with excessive arrogance. A slacker's craving will kill him because his hands refuse to work. He is filled with craving all day long, but the righteous give and don't hold back. The sacrifice of a wicked person is detestable. How much more so when he brings it with ulterior motives? A lying witness will perish, but the one who listens will speak successfully. A wicked person puts on a bold face, but the upright one considers his way. No wisdom, no understanding, and no counsel will prevail against the Lord. A horse is my favorite verse. One of my favorite all-time verses in the Bible. I quote it a lot. A horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from the Lord. Or in modern day terms, is we can do all everything we know to prepare for the day and prepare for work, prepare for going to church and doing kingdom work. We can prepare for you fill in the blank, a big test we have to take. Um, parenting our kids, right? Yes, we can do all the things we know to do to prepare, have every T crossed and every I dotted, you know, doing work with excellence. But it, our victory, our success what would be considered success, not according to the world, but according to God and his kingdom, 
it comes from the Lord. He's the one who grants the success, that gives us the victory, that helps us win the battles, that helps us pass the test, that helps us do well. So thank you, Lord, for this word. This Proverb 21. Pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, so we would never forget, Lord, that we can do everything on our end. We should do everything we possibly can to do a good job. But it's you, Lord, that give us the victory, the promotions, and the uh, help us win in life to be successful. What is true success? And so I pray as we go into closing out Deuteronomy chapter 6. Speak to our hearts, transform our minds. And continue to grow us, Lord. And uh, yeah, I'm excited as we continue to go through this book. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. The greatest command. Oh, this is going to get good. Because this scripture actually gets quoted in Matthew somewhere. In fact, yeah, I think it's Matthew 22, 37. He quotes what the greatest command is. So pay attention. All right, here we go. The greatest command, verse uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6. This is the command, the statutes and ordinances the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you so that you may follow them in the land you are about to enter and possess. Do this so that you may fear the Lord your God all the days of your life by keeping all his statutes and commands. I'm giving you your son and your grandson and so that you may have a long life. Listen, Israel, and be careful to follow them so that you may prosper and multiply greatly because the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. Listen, Israel, the Lord your God, the one, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. I'm surprised I don't have this underlined. Somehow I missed this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength or all your being, everything that is you. These words I'm giving you today are to be in your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your city gates. Basically, you should be the Lord should be included in all aspects of, of your life. Like from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. It's like all you think about, all you talk about. Now, don't get me wrong. Use wisdom. Don't come across as like religious, like super, you know, Christianese. But like he should be always on our thoughts. And how can we serve him? How can we serve others? And how can we be like Jesus to others? So, all right. Remembering God through obedience, verse 10. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he would give you a land with large and beautiful cities that you did not build, houses full of every good thing that you did not fill them with, cisterns that you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when you eat and are satisfied, be careful not to forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. Fear the Lord your God, worship him, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you, for the Lord your God who is among you is a jealous God. Otherwise, the Lord your God will become angry with you and obliterate you from the face of the earth. 
Do not test the Lord your God as you tested him in Massa. Carefully observe the commands of the Lord your God, the decrees and statutes he has commanded you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that you may prosper and so that you may enter and possess the good land the Lord your God swore to give your fathers by driving out all your enemies before you, as the Lord has said. When your son asks you in the future, what is the meaning of the decrees, statutes, and ordinances that the Lord our God has commanded you? Tell him, we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand. Before our eyes, the Lord inflicted great and devastating signs and wonders on Egypt, on Pharaoh, and all his household. But he brought us from there in order to lead us in and give us the land that he swore to our fathers. The Lord commanded us to follow all these statutes and to fear the Lord our God for our pro prosperity and always for our preservation as it is today. Righteousness will be ours if we are careful to follow every one of these commands before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. Interesting. Selah. All right, let's read these Tony Evans notes and pray it out and uh, say good night. These verses are known in Judaism as the Shema, which is the Hebrew word that begins six four. It means listen here. We're talking about chapter six, verse four. It means listen here. Shema. Moses was calling the people to sit up and take notes on what he was about to say because of its importance. Jesus would later call this the greatest and most important command. Yep, from Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 39. If the Israelites were going to thrive in the promised land, the family unit would have to become the primary place where the faith in and love for the Lord was modeled and transferred. Parents are to teach God's ways regularly to their children in the everyday events of life. While it's good for families to have formal teaching times, the powerful witness of a godly lifestyle that, the, that incorporates God's word in each day's routine cannot be overstated. Notice how regularly Israel was to speak of the things of God. When you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. That effort to welcome the Lord to be a part of all aspects of life is how parents can transfer to their children a biblical worldview so that God is their point of reference as they navigate choices. The family carries the primary, respons primary responsibility for passing along the torch of faith as the church supports parents in that work. Many Jews took the command to bind God's word on their foreheads literally. They were they wrote Exodus 6, 4, 9 on tiny scrolls, placed them in small boxes called phylacteries, and tied them to their foreheads. This was the practice that Jesus would have in view when he, con when he condemned scribes and Pharisees who enlarged their phylacteries to draw attention to themselves. That's going to be interesting when we read that in Matthew. Cool stuff. The Israelites were about to enter a land of instant prosperity. There were abundant cities, houses, cisterns, vineyards, and olive groves in Canaan, none of which Israel had lifted a finger to develop. 
All they had to do was take the land and enjoy its riches. Moses had spent 40 years in the wilderness with these people's parents, and he knew that the sinful human tendency to forget God's past deliverance and provision when times are good. Thus he gave this warning. If Israel ceased to fear the Lord and turned instead to follow other gods, the Lord would obliterate them. This taking over of Canaan was no gain. Israel was to represent the one true and living God to the surrounding nations. His glory was at stake. Massa means testing. There, it, there, Israel had complained against Moses and the Lord because they had no water. When Israelite children would ask their parents what these decrees, statutes, and ordinances meant, the parents were to give a God-glorifying answer. Notice that they were expected to be informed and quick to reply with truth. This is the kind of informed teaching that children need today. We must remind them of God's miraculous acts of grace, exhorting them to trust and obey him for the blessings promised. Pretty straightforward. Obey God and good stuff happens. Not just good stuff, but amazing stuff happens. Amazing stuff happens even when you don't obey God, but because we're blessed beyond measure and there's so much grace, especially some of us are riding the coattails of the grace of our of our parents and grandparents that prayed for years and years. But God, yeah, desires to have a Jesus desires to have an intimate relationship with all of us. So, Heavenly Father, I pray for those that have never accepted you into their heart that they will cry out to you, they will call to you, and ask you to be the Lord and Savior of their life today. That they'll be the best decision they ever made, and that um, from this day forward, they will serve you and you would be their God and they would let go of all of their pain, all of their, their sin, all of their um, preconceived notions about you and their, all of the hurt. If they have anything from past church hurt from being in church and are just seeing a lot of religious re religiosity, I pray that they would separate that and say, Lord, I don't know about all that stuff I knew before or learned before, but I want to know the real you, God, and I want to follow you. Come into my heart, change me from this day forward, and make me a new person. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Yes, have an amazing day. I don't know how things are going. I don't know how things are going for you, Carolyn. I don't know if your church is open again. I don't know what churches are open. Our church is still open. You just have to, you're supposed to wear a mask, but they don't force people to wear masks. They just say they're required by the city to tell you to wear a mask, but they don't, they're not required to enforce it. So what was I going to say? But yeah, if your church is open, it's great. If you can go physically be there, um, it does make a huge difference to be gathered, assembled together with other believers um, and to be serving one another and serving the community, not just on a Sunday, but throughout the week. At least going to at least one or two midweek services is great. Um, anyway, it's between you and the Lord. But yeah, my encouragement is to all of you, if you can make it to a service, do that. And at the least, go to a park, 
have church out in the park. Take some family members, some friends, or other Christians. Hey, let's just meet up in the park. Let's, let's put on some worship music, sing together, and read the word together and talk about it, you know? Um, wherever wherever two or three are gathered, God says, I'll be there also. So um, I've done that a few times, had church out in the park. It was really cool. I want to do that more, actually. Um, anything else? Nah, be blessed. And thanks for watching. Have an amazing day tomorrow or today, I should say. Oh, yeah, pray for you, boy. I got Our church is having a golf tournament tomorrow. And it's after, actually after service. So I only got one practice round in this week where I went to a park and I was hitting some balls and I was all right. I was okay, but I need more practice. So I don't know what your boy is going to look like tomorrow, but hey, the main thing is going to have fun. And at least I know I won't be the, I probably won't be the worst one out there. We'll see. So, yeah. Till next time. Dun, 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 dun.